Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There we go. Problem solved. Sorry there, Pete. Probably couldn't hear me. Uh, I said welcome back to Bigger Than The Score on 93.7 Ticket, TicketFM.com. Probably thrown off because not so often we get to use the full stream setup. we got all four screens on here for once, so the whole page is filled. Um, and again, because we got Pete joining us down from Georgia. But this segment, uh, we got some special guests lined up. and we got Phil and Pete here. Uh, but Pete and Phil, I'll kind of let you bring in our guests and who we got. We'll start with you, Phil. Yeah, again, this is Phil Maynard. You're listening to Bigger Than The Score. I am fortunate today because I'm talking to Micah and Sherry Query. Um, um, a lot of my story, when I came back, I taught in Chicago public schools for quite a few years. And and when I came back to Lincoln Public Schools, I had found a home at Brownell Elementary. And uh, coming back to Lincoln, that was always a tough thing for me. Where mm-hmm. was I going to fit? Where was I going to go? And if any community welcomed me, it was definitely Brownell. And it wasn't only the kids in this. They welcomed our entire family, which was kind of neat. I met Sherry a lot at Brownell because she was the director of the CLC. She worked with all the kids over there. She had a lot of great relationships. I learned a ton from Sherry with my time over at Brownell. And I had the chance to collaborate with her a lot. Um, What was also kind of neat, and I don't know if Mike even remembers this, I was talking to my wife last night. My wife used to do junior achievement when I first came to Brownell, and she was actually his junior achievement teacher (laughs) when he was a second grader in Miss Fuyan's class. So She brought donuts. I remember that story he w- he came home one day and was like guess what mr maynard's wife was there and she brought us donuts <laughs> <laughs> so we have always had a, a great love for the query family uh i even taught some summer school at norwood park when we did that and, and micah was an assistant in my classroom so uh, he's been helping me and i i feel like i've had a good relationship with the query family and i can't believe he's graduating and being a senior this year it's it's coming fast harrison that's incredible uh pete i'll let you add on to that no, you know, like I said, uh, the Query family has been absolutely awesome. Sherry, I know we've done some collaboration. Um, one of them happened to even tie into kind of the Roadrunner Classic. Um, I remember we took some scholars from Brownell that with their basketball club and probably one of one of the top 10 highlights and stuff I've done with young people is um, they got to play at halftime of a Husker game. Oh, that's and, awesome. That was uh, awesome. Oh, yeah. and it was, oh, it was off the, it was off the hook. And so um, <laughs> I thank Sherry for that because that experience in itself was just something that was truly amazing that it would, it's going to be really hard to replicate. So I want to give that time to Sherry and Micah, but I'm appreciative of them being in the studio and, um, you know, um, Sherry, just maybe tell us who you are and kind of like what briefly, what your journey has been to Lincoln. And then Micah will ask you to do the same. Um, I have been in Lincoln for over 20 years, um, started our family in the northeast corner of town, and, and actually when my husband and I were looking for a place in Lincoln to land, um, the northeast corner was kind of where we wanted to be. I had a cousin who had taught kindergarten at Brownell, oh, wow. and when we would come to Lincoln to visit from the central part of the state, we would stay at Mary Lou's, and if she had to go in on a weekend like teachers often do, we would go with her and play in her kindergarten classroom, which I think now is the preschool classroom. It's that first room as you walk in the main hallway at Brown Ellen. And so that was a familiar part of town for me. Um, And we happened to just find a place in that district. And I started by volunteering in my kids' classrooms. Um, And then kind of the CLC job literally fell into my lap. I interviewed for that job 
in my slippers. I walked out of the house that morning. And so that's that's how it started um, and met Phil, who then ended up being Micah's fifth grade teacher and um, had some interaction with our daughter as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not in that CLC position any longer, but I still teach clubs for the CLC programs and um, have, you know, kind of found a home in the booster club and that kind of thing up at Northeast as well. I was so. going to say, I talked to Dana Berger the other day over at Norwood and she said she gets to see you quite a bit still. So she was still happy about that. That's awesome. Yeah. You get sucked into that CLC world in, in the school <laughs> system and, and you just can't really get out. So it's I a love. good place to be. Well, what about you, Micah? Uh, have you always gone to school here in Lincoln? As yet? What schools have you gone to? Um, I went to, I started off at Brownell. That was in my elementary school. And then I went to Mickle after that. And now I'm at L&E, so. Uh, okay, so you've been a buffalo and a missile, and now you're a rocket. Now I'm a rocket. Now he's a rocket. All right, I like that. So we're following that journey. So, Sherry, did you want to? Can you tell us a little bit about your family's journey and and how you are here in Lincoln and how you all kind of? I, I know that you you chose Lincoln and stuff, but you have such amazing experiences that have happened within your family. Is there anything that that you feel is worth sharing this morning? Um, you know, I'll I'll just jump in with kind of how our family started. My husband and I met through a mutual friend. Um, we wrote like actual letters that you put a stamp on in the mail for almost a year (laughs) before we ever met or talked in person. Hold on. I want people to lean over to the older people in their car so they can ask what letters and stamps are. Right, (laughs) right. Um, my husband was, um, from the Seattle area and we had a mutual friend, um, that, those letters progressed into emails when we both had computers. Um, we met... And things just moved along from there. We got married in 2001. And, you know, as as the progression is, we um, worked at starting a family. And it it soon came to the realization that that was only going to happen if we pursued adoption. And so we checked into all of those kinds of things. International adoption was where we ended up. Um, we've traveled to China. Um, that's where Michael was born. And a couple of years later, we ended up in Vietnam to bring home our daughter, Adria. So, um, you know, when you fill out all of the paperwork that adoption involves, um, there is a medical checklist. And apparently, we checked no to 98% of that form. The two things that we said yes, we were open to was um, having a child with a limb difference and having a child that was just motor skills delayed. Mm -hmm. Um, Micah was born with a limb difference. And in the Chinese world, if you aren't physically perfect, so to speak, um, they assume that you can't do the things that normal, everyday, ordinary people with all their parts do. And... Um, that's how we ended up with a son from China. At that point, it was girls coming home, and yeah. they didn't um, adopt their boys out very often. So, um, you know, it wasn't a scary thing for us. My husband has one leg that's shorter than the other. Uh, my father-in-law is missing a couple of fingers, and so he just – it runs in the family. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I – go ahead, Pete. I apologize. No, I just want to ask Micah something because your, your mom talked about something you do. What what all do you do? Like, what what do you do? She talked about things that you do, and I know you're involved in a lot, and we'll get to some of the other things in a little bit, but you talked about soccer and some other stuff, but what have you done um, up to this point in your life? Um, there's a lot of things I've done. It's kind of just find what fill whatever position I'm placed in, just roll with the punches. Um, I play soccer. I've played soccer my whole life. 
you really don't need two arms for that. So it <laughs> like, makes it pretty easy. Your summer job? Oh, my summer job. Yeah. I've detasseled. What is that? Five years now. It's crazy. Okay. Pretty much running that detasseling yeah. company right now, aren't you? Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 a job. <laughs> do you still what, do some hobbies you have? Do you still hobbies? do ceramics? No, I do not do ceramics. Oh, I probably should have stayed with it. It was fun, but they wouldn't let me take any more classes. Now, <laughs> like, <laughs> if I recall, though, you, you did some really cool things with ceramics at Lincoln Northeast, didn't you? Yeah, it was my freshman year. I think we were making – what were we making? It was like some pot, and I created – I made a teapot, and it somehow ended up in New York winning a prize. So, the, you know, all the, all the teapots <laughs> I make end up in New York, too, so I get that. I get somehow. that. Yeah. Oh, no, it was sad. It never, it never got, like, officially, like – graded because of covid, COVID oh, okay. oh that's a bummer yeah yeah but it was always displayed i think i've seen pictures displayed, of it yeah. and stuff like that oh it'll be as a graduation party so oh, well, good. it will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> it did make it way it made it way it made its way back from new york somehow like yes. so it got there you didn't know how it got there but it made its way back yeah so. it made its way back <laughs> now pete i'm going to tell you a quick little thing when when micah was in my class they had a representative from the district come out and they said we need to do assistive technology due to his uh Due to uh, only having one limb, he needs to use a special uh, device to work on typing. Well, even as a fifth grader, Micah wasn't having it. He was going to figure out things on his own. He's like, you know what? This isn't how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it my way. And although we sometimes would clash, I think he and his own mother would sometimes clash about some of those (laughs) things. Uh, It's always been... Micah, if anybody, has always impressed me with his perseverance, the way that he overcomes obstacles. Yeah, Honestly, before like I would always I would always try to figure things out before I'd ask for help. Like that was just my motto. I just wanted to do it myself. There's just like you feel better about accomplishing something when you don't have help. So I always did that, and I did not want to learn how to type one-handed. I loved <laughs> using like my one hand and then a nub. So like I would just control the left side with my hand, and then I would just press everything else with my nub. So it was just so much easier than relearning everything and keeping it in the middle. It was just terrible. Get it, get it. Yeah, I can't even imagine how that starts, trying to figure out how to type with one hand. You just have your keys on the middle well, of the keyboard? the home row is just so different. I don't even remember. It was so long ago. What was it? <laughs> so long ago. I hope <laughs> you're still typing. Right. <laughs> well, okay, so like, oh, but like the, one, the one-handed <laughs> typing was a long ago. I, I do type now. But you just pick it up. It's like muscle memory. So... I don't know. I never learned the one-handed typing. I, I refuse. You did enough to like pass and did I even check pass? off? I don't even. Remember. I think I just quit it. <laughs> you may have. <laughs> don't be like Micah and just quit. Yeah. What are some things that you've learned to do? Like, I mean, as you've talked about, like, how do you? You know, are you more of a hands-on type person? Are you more of like, you know, um, do you like to get things in and then process it and then um, move forward? Like, how are, like, how, what, what's your learning style? Um, It depends on the situation, but most of the time I just jump in, don't really think about it. Just think on the fly, figure something out. Just to have that. And I think most things, when I jump into stuff, Pete, it never ends up that way. I need to be somebody who kind of looks things at, at, a, at back a little bit and kind of step into it. But that's, again, M- Micah has always been that person who's never been afraid to, to try something new. So I've always appreciated that about his character. So uh, Sherry and Micah, knowing you know we have you in the studio today, who would you like to give shout-outs to? Is there anybody out there that you know that's listening this morning that you want to say hello to? 
Ooh, I don't know. I, I, I think know. David was going to, Micah's dad, David, our, our, um, and probably Adri at home are listening. Um, we did have somebody that commented on our Facebook post last night just sharing that from Florida that used oh, to be awesome. a, a family from um, that we knew from Omaha from the adoption world. Um, so, Laura, if you and your family are listening, hello, good morning. <laughs> and I think Dana, who I've worked with in the CLC world forever, um, is probably listening this morning as well. I don't know if Coach Yap is. I have no clue. It's, it's early for most of the people I hang out with to be on. So, Well, if you are listening, you can join the conversation at the Sarder Heyman text line, 402-464-5685. Uh, and again, if you want to put a face to the voice, you can watch us. We're streaming on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, and Twitter as well. So that's a great way to join the conversation um, as we're kind of going through uh, – Micah's stories here, you know, and just trying to kind of figure out the process. So one thing I want to ask you, um, just by being in this room with you for a short period of time, you don't ever, it, just, it feels like you don't see yourself as any different and you're pretty much any sort of challenge ahead. Like I'm going to head first. This is my problem to solve. Like, where did that come from? That strong will of, I can handle everything myself. That's the, that you're kind of presenting today. Um, I would say that came from probably my parents they just let me do whatever I wanted at growing up like they never put restrictions on like what I can do like they put me in sports like what did I play I played football I played played basketball I don't think I played baseball did I no and even at like the camps that we used to go to I don't think you did baseball no but I was like I always wanted to compete with like able-bodied people like Mm -hmm. I knew I was I knew I was too good to like play against like I couldn't. Pl- I would never see myself playing in the Paralympics. If I'm playing in the Olympics, I'm playing in the regular Olympics. That's like, awesome. There's no reason for me to be playing like for soccer with only one arm. It's like it's not a physical boundary that's going to stop me from accomplishing what I want to do. And do you remember like just always kind of have that in your mind, or is that something that grew on over time? Um, I think it grew on. Like I used to be. I used to be a little self-conscious about it, but it's more like. It was more socially than anything. It wasn't about, like, what I'm able to do. It's just, like, how to fit in. Okay. Absolutely. So when did you when did you start making that switch, do you think, when you got older and you realized that it's not it's about your character, it's about who you are as a person? Is that probably middle school dynamics? Maybe no, it's like, it was, like, elementary school. Okay. I would say elementary school, like, around first grade, second grade, first grade. I don't know. It was probably after that one sub I had. Yes, as a first grader, um, I, I don't. I, I'm gonna guess that Mrs. Buchanan is not listening, but um, <laughs> she was his first grade teacher, and she was out one day sick. Uh, Micah came home in tears that afternoon, and was like, "It's the worst day ever." And it took him a little while to explain what had happened. He had had a substitute that day, and she said to him more than once, "Pull your arm out of your sleeve." Oh. And because I volunteered in their classrooms every single week, I had been in that classroom and I knew that the class was not quiet. And I I honestly was surprised that no other student said something. So, you know, that made me think that the sub was was maybe not open to or very friendly towards those kiddos that day. Um, Whether it was, you know, she wasn't expecting to sub, whatever the circumstance that she was coming from. And um, I... It was a night we were headed to the Children's Museum, and I ran into our principal and was like, hey, we need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, from that point on, we asked that all of his teachers put a note in their subfolder, um, that kind of thing. Um, and so that was, that was probably the one experience that I remember 
as well as as he does um that that was you know probably one of the only negative experiences we had well and you are such an advocate as a mother and you're there fighting for him and stuff and i even remember i think soccer throw-ins was a topic for a while as well yes yes and i nearly brought that it's radio so nobody would have been able to see it anyway (laughs) we with throw-ins um we have had multiple refs refs that either didn't know the rules because it's 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 legal for a one-handed throw-in if you throw in over your head. Um, and we had attended for a handful of years a camp in southern Illinois called Numbability mm-hmm. that specifically has limb-different coaches teaching our limb-different kiddos so that they can play with able-bodied athletes. And they all are, you know, top of their game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've played at the collegiate level. They have graduated college and gone on to have professions and so they know what they're doing and and the soccer coach that he worked with was the keeper for the amputee u.s amputee oh, wow. team and they specifically worked on those throw-ins so we knew he knew how to do them yeah. and as a mom to sit on the sidelines and watch the ref take the ball away from your son and hand it to somebody else and say he can't throw in um is rough mm-hmm. Because you don't want to show the negative sportsmanship as a parent and a spectator, but you also want to advocate for your child and teach them to do that. Um, He has had some great coaches. Um, There was one game in, I don't know, it was one fall. um, And I I had had it. Um, The ref took the ball away. Um, his coach and team, they were ready to walk off the field and forfeit the game until the ref was willing to come around and and listen. Um, We ended up calling, um, going as high as we could in the State Soccer Association, and we have laminated letters so that the coaches, because we wanted all of that cleared up before we got to high school sports. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have a letter that, you know, here is the rule, here is his ability. He can do it. Let him. Um, we honestly haven't had any issues in high school sports. It was the the spirit summer teams and things. And and our our goal always is to educate first. Yeah. And then if you aren't willing to listen and be educated, then we will have some different conversations. But. No, and, and even to hear you say about the culture of that team, they were there. They had your back that day. I'm excited to talk more about that into our next round. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we do have some comments coming in from YouTube and Facebook as well. We will get to those, so stay tuned in, and we will answer those questions coming up in the third segment. I uh, appreciate you guys for listening, but like I said, we're going all the way up until 9 o'clock. This is bigger than the score on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com. We'll be back right after this break.